works. This is this is us, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Show me the show me the catamaran on PS4 and show me the trifecta. That was the show. Oh actually I have it on Switch. I didn't buy it for both. Yeah, I bought the physical on Switch as well. I was like, I gotta support this, and now it's twenty dollars everywhere. I think the the PS4 one was a uh, Asia only exclusive. I think. Is it? I believe so. I could no, yeah, no. We are recording, but I'll chop this out. No, absolutely not. We leave this in there. It's B-roll footage. <laughs> or I put it at the end. I'll put it at the end like I do. Because yeah, I think I got Brent saying we could touch it in the front and the back. <laughs> you cut that part out. That's weird. This is weird. Brent said it. I repeated it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying cut his part out. No, I'm not giving you hell. He said it. Yeah. I never acknowledged <laughs> it. It's not bad. It's not bad when I bring it back up. It's only that Brent said it first. Oh, never mind. It came out of America. You still get it, Brent. It's 20 bucks on uh, GameStop. See, this says stretch and squeeze your Katamari ball. Oh, God. Why is this happening? What would you do? What did you do with that one? I don't think I ever played that one. The one for PSP was really good when I was on my PSP kick. I don't. I don't even remember. It's been so long. Even without I had, the PSP one, didn't have that second analog stick. It still played really, really well. Yeah, it was it a did. One. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that one. We got a new Monkey Ball out of that re, you know, republishing or whatever. How come we didn't get a new Katamari? Here it is. That guy's gone, right? Me and my Katamari. That one was good as shit. Yes, it was. Two to four player wireless battle. Let's go. What are we doing? Chad Ad Hoc? Awesome. Uh, PSP was god tier at uh, Ad Hoc stuff. I played a lot of Virtua Tennis that way. I think Those that's something we all did. Drive spinning. That one time, in that one time, you tried to play Monster Hunter and never played it again. Oh, God. We're just, we had meat on sticks and we're just trying to cook the meat and that's a, that's my monster hunter monster hunter experience. i just remember i just remember richard man let's try this man everybody talks about how good this game is like what the fuck are we playing <laughs> <laughs> this is not fun let's stop <laughs> i got my copy me and my catamar let's go over the internet brant i got one too let's do i it. might have two oh. copies and i have two psps i got i got a fourth player i still got my 3000 series in the in the box so i'm still rocking the uh the og model <laughs> the hackable one, the battery hack. Yeah, the fucking oh, the ghosting Pandora. like crazy. Battery. It does ghost. Yeah, but the three D, like the the three thousand series doesn't do two D games too well. It does three D games better. Yeah, so it interlaces them weird, but some people yeah. like the way it interlaces them. What am I twelve? I don't. I haven't looked at interlace screen in years. Oh gosh, I didn't put this in news either. Newsies, the movie Can from Disney. Bring it up. I'll put it at the end. Well, that was weeks back, right? Oh, I heard oh, something was, about it last week. That was, that's from uh, Richard's favorite developer from the Destruction All Stars team is making that game. And it's supposed to be a freaking free to play. Like I'm like, no, do twist it wrong, right? You're wrong. They actually didn't reach out to my favorite developer. He's <laughs> upset about it on his YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, the the. The, the chafies like the chafies dad of war yeah i don't want to i don't want to give out a full name but the chafies Corey uh barlog's daddy the og one <laughs> since i mean since it always comes back to it and we're on this anyway 
Yes. Oh God. Yeah, I've heard of me. I'm dual watch. I'm dual watch <laughs> pirates. How many UMD movies do Here. you have, Brent? <laughs> I'll, I'll loan you my UMD. Uh, five. Well, six. I think I got about five or six. He has the uh, one that he has the one that matters. It doesn't matter. Te- what the technically, are. I have. That is the six. movie. <laughs> <laughs> He has the one that matters, gentlemen. Oh, I've never seen that. I remember when it was big, though. Are you kidding me? You've never seen Van Helsing? Is it good? Does it hold up? Featuring the Hugh Jackman? It is It is very good. <laughs> Why is he the Hugh Jackman? I don't know. He did, apparently he does Featuring Wolverine. the Wolverine? Yeah. Sir Hugh Jackman? That's a good one. I do. Ha- I actually have that like music video compilation. I've got the Offspring one, too. Well, this is the... Um... It's like kind of about the the making of the album and everything. You better don't show that image on the internet. You'll get sued. The season desist from Geffen. Yeah, I wanted I wanted so bad to get the live uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers one as well, and I never got it. How much is it? Find it on eBay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look now. Sure, I might as well look since we're just sitting here. No, the, the, I mean, the guy with the only copy on there has already heard it from Brands. Like, I'm jacking up my prices before Brands. <laughs> Somebody wants it? $400 used. Only viewed once. How much do you think I can get for UMD uh, copy of Elf? I don't know, whatever. Elf holds up. I like Elf. Elf? Yeah. Uh, Brant, used open ones are 12, 13-ish. That's not here's bad. A, here's a new one for 18. Oh, pay that extra six bucks. Get get that in a nice seal. There's a brand new one for 15. I had to do quick math there. Live at Slain Castle. Does that sound right, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, it was a live thing. I just looked up, uh, I rolled the dice. I looked up Red Hot UMD, and that's what I got. <laughs> there was no telling what was going to happen. Be Red Hot UMD. Yeah. I want to see The Matrix was out. I think that was one of the ones I was going to chase at one point. Yeah, they got somebody has brand new copies of The Matrix on UMD. Was it was it the original Spider-Man that came with it? Spider-Man Dose. It was Spider-Man 2 that came with like the launch model. Yep. Yeah. That's the first one I started off with. I have that I box. Got, somewhere. I got mine several months after that because I like picked it up and I was all excited to watch Spider-Man 2 on my PSP and then open it up I'm like don't have Spider-Man 2 but I had that uh, UMD demo disc that I still have with all the music videos yeah. and it was cool it showed uh, off yeah. the medium yeah I think I think one of them came with Lords of Dogtown too it was like a skateboarding movie uh yeah I got that one <laughs> that's one of the six we're going through brand <laughs> six that's i mean at this point you might as well just finish out the, the last three or two yeah go ahead show them to us no. Brent. let's finish the collection we're recording why not <laughs> uh you wish that's not bad it's, it's, it's all right it's not worth owning a physical copy of on a dead media but <laughs> that's a good one oh, okay that is Brent. a good one here we go that's finishing off strong. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a lot with Cheaper by the Dozen, The Grudge, Pirates of the Caribbean, Elf, The Italian Job, and Anaconda's, not Anaconda, for 20 bucks. That's not bad. I mean, not great movies, but I mean. All right, let's play this game. Sefa, <laughs> can you put your hands can you put your hands on your UMD movies? Uh, he probably has a big stack though. No, I got the, all those in the box somewhere. Okay. Let me grab mine real quick since we're playing this game. I don't know which ones I actually oh, have. Lord. 
He must not have a lot if he's just grabbing them. No, he uh, he probably has a lot. <clears throat> so that was the that was the age where you know I'm still being driven around by my parents because I haven't yet got my license and so long long trips or, or road trips. It was great to just throw the UMD and the PSP. Hey, made it easy. It's better than watching a GBA video. Yeah. Because at the time, my grandparents were living in Thomaston, Georgia. And from where we were, it was like a two-hour trip. So it's like, I'll pick a movie. Watch a movie in the car. Hell yeah. Had the... uh, Gosh, I got... I can't remember if it was Pelican or who it was that I got like the, the accessory pack that had like the car charger and travel case and all that crap with it too yeah when they were doing all those bundles before they all disappear since nobody buys accessories like that anymore so <laughs> yeah Ugh. he's back what does he have everything everything okay my selection is actually quite garbage <laughs> i do have sealed demo copies of ratchet and clink size Ooh. matters ATV, weren't we just talking about this series? ATV Off-Road Fury Pro. Yeah, from yeah, the Rain- Bros. Rainbow Studios or whatever it's called. Yeah, and Jean Arc. These are like, they would ship out the UMD with the demo on it. Hmm. They were they were good about those. Uh, the good old Level 5 Classic before they mm-hmm. pulled out of the U.S. I've seen none of these movies. Uh, first off, we have the Offspring music video collection. Excellent. It's probably we have one. We Own the Night. Still haven't seen this one. Nope. nope. I can't comment on it. It's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. Say, yeah. Joaquin. We have half of the cover of the International and the bottom part. <laughs> <laughs> the International. You have the good the good cover of the International. Got it. And we have a Quentin Tarantino presents Jet Li Hero. <laughs> That is the extent of my UMD oh. collection. Oh. I didn't know there was a Tarantino flick. Yeah, he didn't make it. He just presents it. Presents it. Yeah. He's the publisher. He's not the developer. Uh, he's literally, he paid for producer credit to put his name on there. Like, hey, wow. I, I approve of this film. That's kind of weird. That was random. I don't know if that was worth the side the side venture we just did. No. That was Well, that, that was at a time where, like, Crouch and Tiger really took off, and they're like, "We're just going to bring mm-hmm. everything we can over here." So, yeah. love it. I might have to get pirates though. Does it look good on the PSP brand? <laughs> <laughs> I remember enjoying it. I'm really looking. I'm, I'm looking more into this than I probably should. All right, yeah, we, should, we should all look on buying pirates on, on every media. Uh, I've got it on DVD, Blu-ray, streaming. I even got Basically. the. I got the Voodoo ones, which were um, 4K. They didn't come out 4K Blu-rays, but the Voodoo ones are 4K. You streaming. sent me that link. Yeah, I got them when they were like less than 10 bucks. Or like, I think like $5 a movie. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do with this. All right, let's get a lead in and get this. Or, or do we just want a cold open? Is that our open? <laughs> just, yeah, it's open in now. Matter. Yep, that's what we stumbled into. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining. You probably are trying to figure out if you started mid-episode or what but we just rambled on that's what we do you just got it early now we will actually uh kick off the official 
No Podcast number 179. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, a small smattering of news. Uh, Sony offering game trials in the UK. Please let the Konami rumors be true, question mark. The final Mr. Sakurai presents. It's like a regular purchase just with extra steps. PlayStation 3 and Vita store in parentheses. What extra steps is this nonsense? Find out later. And we have your October Game Pass and PlayStation Now titles. You've heard us ramble now for 10 to 15 minutes as we wax poetically on dead Sony video formats. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Brant McKee. What's up? News builder and compiler. Uh, I feel like we all just left each other, but it's good to see everyone again. Also rounding out this trio of greatness is Cesar Concepcion II. Hello. I am all those things. (laughs) (laughs) Just you? Just you? That's my name. I'm here. Present. We've been going, so... All right, let's jump right into it. Sony offering game trials in the UK. I think I saw Canada as well, right? I'm like, man, let me change my region real quick. Uh, This comes from The Verge. Sony appears to be reintroducing an old concept for two of its newer PS5 games, Game Trials. Sony will now let you try the PS5 versions of Death Stranding, Director's Cut, and Sackboy A Big Adventure for free if you live in the UK. And I think I've seen it somewhere else, Canada. I don't see that amended in the article. Uh, you get six hours of Death Stranding director's cut, which I guess that gets you going. Not really. Get, yeah, I'm trying um, to think. Like you, you sort of see a little bit, but that doesn't really get you going. But it's better than nothing if you at least wanted to try out Death Stranding. But also, if you look at the article, as soon as you click, Count. <laughs> as soon as you click download trial, <laughs> it's it starts going. And with as big as those games are, I mean. You're going to spend a couple minutes or so downloading, depending on your internet speed, your provider. You the average is like 30 to 45, maybe, or 30 minutes to an hour, maybe, for those downloads. It it really depends on, yeah, on your provider. So, I mean, you could spend, yeah, you could spend 30 to at least an hour, hour and a half. I would say so. Especially, Especially something like Death servers. Stranding. Death Stranding's, you know, a pretty big, beefy game. Yeah. Uh, So that is, what is that, six hours for Sackboy? No, six hours for Death Stranding and five hours for Sackboy. I guess they're counting in the download download hour for for Director's Cut, like it's a game. For (laughs) Death Stranding Director's Cut. How long till we get Sackboy Director's Cut? (laughs) Director's Stitch. Director's Stitch. Uh, Oh, no. Apparently, uh, the offer went out via email. Sony says the games are redeemable on PlayStation Store until October 28th at 12 o'clock. And the trial starts as soon as you select Download Trial or Add to Library on the web. So you have to run from your computer to your console. So it's only until... Why are they doing... Maybe they'll cycle these in and out. Maybe it's like a game preview program thing. I remember when they did this. Was it Sony that did this before? Uh, I think they did this for a little bit. I didn't see any games mentioned like something that that had been done before. They usually try to do this, you know. Sackboy and Death Stranding are single playerish games. Brand, I know you played Sackboy two player, but mm-hmm. there's no real like. Usually, you're you know you can play free until level eight or whatever. The it's a multiplayer type thing, or it's got a bunch of add-ons or DLC or something. But these are complete, so maybe it's just uh, trying to get extra sales. I hope we see more stuff like this. I like demos. I just showed you demo discs. I like demo discs. I was going to say, 
I, I miss the days of demo disc. Mm-hmm. God, a demo disc was incredible. We could have an episode talking about some of our favorite demo discs. That'd be that'd be a fun filler episode. Just the cool shit that's on it. Yeah. All right, uh, Brent, do you want to take this Konami rumor story? This is pretty exciting. Oh, if it's I true, as you put in the as you put in the preamble. So, a month. Uh, there's the, oh, first of all, this comes from Gimatsu, uh, from Salomano. With a beautiful uh, new website. They are reporting that there is a rumor going around from a uh, unnamed source. Because obviously, if you work for one of these companies or you know about this, you don't necessarily want to be the person that was Broadcast. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm working on it, you know. Uh, here's some assets. <laughs> here's the here's the box art. <laughs> but they are uh, reportedly developing revivals of Castlevania, Metal Gear Solid, and Silent Hill. Um, and it was reported to the, let's see, VGC, they're citing VGC, um, and they they say, what is it, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, uh, is the remake project, um, Crazy. wasn't there talks that Bluepoint was possibly doing, uh, like a revival or remake of Metal Gear Solid? I think that was the first Metal Gear that was that rumor, yeah. So but now they, Blue Point's under the Sony banner. Do you think that you think that still holds true? I don't know. Uh, I, I would uh, imagine maybe it was something that was floating around and didn't take shape. That does yeah. happen a lot, you know. Uh, Eurogamer corroborated that story as well. So there's there's two smoke evidence. I don't know what the term is. Yeah. <laughs> two 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 legit sources have picked up on this. So uh, the Castlevania, there's not a lot on that. They're just saying it's a reimagining of the series. Uh, I don't know if that means we'll be reimagining it back to 2D, uh, 2.5D, or staying with like the 3D and just kind of re somehow redoing it, retooling it. Yeah. Or uh, just adding a new D and make it 4D. Yeah, make it 4D. Yeah. You could call that with haptic feedback or VR. We'll get all these in VR watch. Then you got to buy some kind of device and it just like blows water and wind in your face. So <laughs> you can experience all the zombie breath of Castlevania. Yeah, they need smell-o-vision. Send you a scratch and sniff card. That way every time Dracula talks to you, he's like, man, your breath stinks. Like, get that, <laughs> go brush your teeth or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, freaking vampire. Or if you, uh, you get a health boost if you just ate garlic when you're playing. Uh, and then finally, VGC reported uh, that there are um, multiple Silent Hill games in development multiple from Silent various what is that? various uh, external developer developer studios. So who knows? I mean, that's so freaking vague. And we've been hearing about Silent Hill remake for what feels like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, like uh, the abandoned one. I got a band. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, no, we're not even talking about them. The PT Silent Hills. No, that that company that keeps banking on people oh, thinking yeah, that they're Kojima, the but they're not Kojima, and Blue then they were supposed to, like yeah, that. Blue Box. Yeah. They were supposed to have an interactive <laughs> demo thing, and then it never went live, and then and it went live, and it was just the preview that they showed months before <laughs> yeah video games are <laughs> fun man video games are fun that's why we talk about it every week it's stupid shit like that 
Those, um, they're trolling or something. It's. Uh, uh, so, Brent, you, you did. I'm going to backtrack to Castlevania. We'll touch on all these. Uh, I know you're a 2D Castlevania, Metroidvania fan. Have you played or enjoyed any of the 3D ones? I actually have not because, I mean, I've heard Lord of Shadows was was a decent game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Castlevania 64 is one of those. Um, oh, gosh, can't even remember the name of it. Um, but just for the sake of everything, Castlevania 64. Um, it was just called here it was just called Castlevania. Um, and then they, they came out with another version of it later in the year called Legacy of Darkness. Legacy of Darkness. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, and I think that's the one I have behind me. Um, but that one I've heard is not the greatest, especially you know now going going back to it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just not. It, it was that rough era for kind of 3D polygonal platforming. It didn't make it didn't make the jump in an era where Mario succeeded, Zelda succeeded, Crash Mega Bandicoot. Man. Crash. Mm. Well, Crash was never really too it, trying he to was, take a, an existing two D. Well, yeah, size. yeah. You mean yeah, existing? Yeah. Right. Right. So, Metal Gear did. I guess that's a good example. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've I've kind of stayed more uh, more two D. I mean, my my. My first experience was Symphony of the Night, and I mean, you can't start on a better game right. for the Castlevania franchise. All from there. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, go, you start going back to the original games, and you start dying, and do 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 do. You're like, what the, what the hell is this? <laughs> I've uh, I've listened to music from the PS2 one, and a little bit from the one that was on PS2 and Xbox, and the music's there. The music never dipped in quality after like Symphony, so. Mm-hmm. Or after Rondo of Blood, I guess you could yeah, say. The the music's always been great. Yeah. I played a Lament of Innocence. I like that one. So You did like that That's one? That's a good one? Yeah. Okay. But uh, Lord of Sh- Lords of Shadow definitely was, was a good take on the 3D one, right? Do you think they would go back to a formula like that if that's where they dipped into? Lords of Shadow was really good. Lords of Shadow the, 2 was not so much. Yeah, I was about to say, you said the first one was good. The second one was was rough was really really good i think that's the one that kojima produced and then he didn't touch the second one um but it's uh if you play that one that's probably the best representation of going 3d but still having aspects that are 2d because i still move along that are 2d but it doesn't have that full map and all that stuff on there but it does still have that feel in certain levels where you're moving on a a 2d plane with 3d characters kojima worked on that that uh lords of shadow so he's had his hands in all three of these franchises because he was working on the silent hills rumors rumors abound yeah and i I heard somewhere that apparently one of the studios working on one of the one of these silent hill games is supposed to be a very prominent japanese studio that is backed by sony and they're saying it's kojima so uh you know Take it with a grain of salt, like everything yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, there was that there was that rumor that Sony did their best to patch up whatever bad blood they had between Kojima and Konami. So that's been floating around too. So you never know. What would y'all want from a Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater remake? What I would literally give him millions of dollars just to get the final chapter of Metal Gear <laughs> Solid Five, so I can figure out the end of the story. Yeah, that's kind of the. That's all I thing, care right? about. Yeah. 
and we need we need Metal Gear Solid Four on other platforms. I don't think I don't think two and three need really need to be messed with. A remake of the first one, maybe because that's on the first PlayStation. But there's so much charm in what they were able to do with that first PlayStation Metal Gear Solid. I don't know. I think. And they remade it for GameCube. Would you port? Would you include that in a collection if you did that? Would you do Twin Snakes? Why not? Which, I mean, look look at these collections you're coming out with with a whole bunch of different versions and stuff. So it changed so much though. It was such a different game. It's not a it's not a bad game, but it's a very different game than that first Metal Gear Solid. I say just put everything on there. You're gonna have fans on on both sides. Make so. it all available. Yeah, especially let's, so, let's like, not have another Aladdin argument, please. It's like people as soon as Aladdin comes on Twitter, it's like a nonstop. I'm gonna die on this hill <laughs> on either side. Where do you stand on the Jungle Book? Where do you stand on the Jungle Book games then? Oh, when they came out, it's like now finally the Super Nintendo winner becomes by like the better version of Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's, who, that's what it finally started to. I was like, oh god. Every time. Uh, and then Smart Silent Hill. I got to rebuy that collection so I can get Aladdin, Super Nintendo, and Jungle Book. I'm like, great. But it is what it is. All right, what would we want from a new Silent Hill? What is what is needed from? From that franchise, is it like a resident game? Yeah. Uh, the last Silent Hills that I really enjoyed was one, two, and three. I never played four. So if they go more back to the psychological horror, that's fine. It kind of got um, Monday like when it went to the European developers when they went Silent Hill Origins and Homecoming, Shatter Memories, and Homecoming, and Downpour wasn't that bad, believe it or not. That was probably the last one I enjoyed. That almost had that. I, I, holy shit! I just realized I played like every Silent Hill. I love Silent Hill. Um, oh, okay, so you you have to answer this question. What do you want from yeah. your Silent Hill? What, I want that I film? want like Silent Hill two or Silent Hill three. I want that. I want no you more. And I had a blast playing Silent Hill two. I was loving that playthrough. Damn it, COVID. And I and you haven't got to the good stuff where you know when the ending and it starts throwing you for a loop and you're like you're trying to figure out what the fuck's happened and then that twist at the end you haven't gotten to that yet it's really good the story's done really well and then you had Silent Hill three which is a continuation of the first game like all the stuff you did in the first game it continues on to that game like 15 years later and it has the same characters and that that was done well so did you want that storyline picked back up then. As opposed to all these, other I would options. imagine if they were going to re-release something, they would have to do one and three since those are interconnected. Those are very impar- um, very important with Harry Mason and their daughter. That was the one they decided to make the live-action movies, which you I, you can confirm that I own those uh, travesties as well. <laughs> uh, th- those are the ones they decided to mirror the movies off of. It's like if you watch the first Silent Hill movies and mirror the first game. If you watch the mm-hmm. second Silent Hill movies and mirror uh, Silent Hill 3, it's like that's the best storyline, in my opinion. That's what they decided to go with when they made those movies, even though they're not. They, they're garbage. But, I mean, they're very simple. If you watch those movies, it's similar to the what the games Silent were. Hill yeah. story. Yeah. All right. Those are your three Konami properties that maybe won't be pachinko machines or. Yeah. I even had this, this bullshit thing that's garbage, too. So. <laughs> Book of Memories. Everybody had high hopes for that. I, know. I mean, it's made by Way Forward, and it wasn't that That's bad. It's just, like a, it's just like a dungeon crawler, though. It wasn't Silent Hill. It's like weird Diablo bastard version. I'm like, yeah. I didn't see this in this article, but I I did read it somewhere else that they did note Konami was like super gung ho into getting back into AAA games and such. Mm-hmm. Good. Which would, which would be awesome, but, but who's yeah. still there? Like, what what does that even consist of? Because so, 
I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. You're good. I'm, I was just saying they've kind of been out of the picture for, what, 10 years now? A generation? So, like, what Bram was saying, and it's like you were saying, they still have an Eternal Studio. That Castlevania game is doing is being done in Eternal Studio with, with like Bram said, with external Japanese support on it. They're also doing that game on um, Steam. That's very, Bram should enjoy because it's very similar to Castlevania. The one that we're finally getting. I forgot, what was it, uh, so it's in the um, it's coming to switch okay trying to remember what it's called the, it Which was one? dlc also for um on the harmony descents like you can choose one of the characters from that series and it's the first time we ever got it here mm. uh but it play it's similar it's Is that like that one that's on apple arcade right now or it may be that was a proper castlevania though right the online one I'm looking for gentlemen. Yeah, here goes. Uh, Getsu Fuma. That's the one that's uh, coming. Oh, to... that's that NES game, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they showed it in one of those sizzle reels. Yeah, it looked incredible. That was so, okay. the, the same developers who made Castlevania made that game. The oh. main character from this game is a character on Harmony of Dissonance on the Oh, they, they tied it into their. Yeah, yeah they tied it. It was like a slight their... nod, and that was the first time we got it ever here. And so um, that they that studio is internally done in Konami. So it's like the uh, Marth incident from what was he in Melee? And people are like, "Who's this guy from? What series <laughs> is this?" Mm-hmm. And then we started getting nonstop fire emblems. So yeah, so I mean, it seems like they're big games. It doesn't seem. It seems like they're big games you're going to outsource as they do stuff internal. I don't think they're going to do like they did with Kojima were. They're going to do big games like that. Again, I think they got burned out on that. And you saw what happened with Sony, too. It's like, you even read the reviews on uh, Death Stranding. It's like, this is what happens when you get somebody an unlimited budget to make whatever game they want. And, you know, it, some people are like, what is this? And some people enjoyed it. Some people are like, I don't know what this is, you know. Right. But it's like, he he's that type of developer. So he, 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 makes, he makes games like, you know, some directors make movies. You know, some people go crazy with movies. And sometimes it turns out great. Sometimes it doesn't. So pandering sometimes it's just all over the place yeah but right, uh, uh, richard you just you just said something what's that Sma- you said smash brothers did i say smash brothers yeah which reminds me there was a uh, uh, mr sakurai presents for the very last smash brothers character for smash brothers ultimate oh god no please all right please dear god no. are we finally getting marth and smash brothers <laughs> dear god no please <laughs> no but uh i think Actually, the Smash community as a whole, collectively, for once, didn't bitch and moan um, when this character was finally announced. Um, everybody, everybody, most everybody got what they want. Yeah, for once. So, first of all, uh, first off, Mister Sakurai presents um, with the presentation. He went into the Me Fighters uh, costumes that were coming out with this latest round of, of DLC, which include um, some Splatoon tie-ins. Uh, you get a Octoling wig and a Judd hat, um, which are two little things from, from Splatoon. And then they also add, for the Me Gunner, uh, Doom Slayer, the entire like Doom Guy outfit. Yeah. You can now dress your Me Gunner up as Doom Guy. Yeah. I just stepped away. <laughs> Who did we get? Master Chief? No, 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 Master Chief, I like, I like, no I like Goku. Trying to die on that hill, they're like, "We're this is happening." 
<laughs> I'm like, holy shit, how would you balance that character? But, yeah, whatever. Are there any gun only? I guess, like, Mega Man. Uh, yeah. I mean, Mega Man will work. But I, I don't know, man. How would you do with the couple uh, Master Chief skills? I mean, unless you're just using the he, gun, throwing stickies. He could have, he could have and, yeah, yeah. The gun, sticky grenades. He could have the um, the sword. Grip, the uh, grip shot thing. Yeah, but which one, which one do you put in? Do you put the Banshee, the Ghost, or the Warhog in there? Which one goes in there? Or all three? <laughs> Warhog. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets on the Gatlin and starts shooting you with it. <laughs> that could be his smash ultimate where he just goes yeah. the reticle going there and he's just shooting you on the the warhawk thing so it comes uh, flying across and he jumps out of the driver's seat onto the gun just starts railing it but dropping they, the uh, face on you <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they went into the trailer for the for the last character which they kind of started they they're ending where they started the original teaser had the like uh, little Splatoon character like looking at the big Smash logo, which was all fiery. And this was the same. It started off with that same imagery and then zoomed out, showed every other character, uh, went way back. It's been uh, so long. I forgot how long this game's been out. Because this is a continuation from 3DS and Wii U. Yeah. They um, you know showed all the characters as the little figures. Um going back to the game's inception and then mm-hmm. the the logo goes out and this little spark of this little ember drops down mario kind of livens up and gets off his little pedestal walk towards it hesitates and then grabs it and throws it and then it turns into the damn keyblade <laughs> and sora comes Were out you excited, oh, i was so freaking excited uh and you got the the simple and clean medley in the background yeah oh. It's, so, that's Kingdom Hearts. That's that's my Kingdom Hearts because that's the one I played the most. Somebody had made a joke. Somebody had made a joke about that. The that simple and clean. Uh, clean. They, they referenced the lyrics, but they said it, it's simple and clean. But the the song is not in the game or something like that. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. You can get a rendition of the song, but uh, so they're adding several music tracks. Obviously, like it's they like always 11, do. Um, they're adding Hollow Bastion as the stage. Uh, he went over uh, like he normally does and showed um, how Sora plays, kind of his strengths and weaknesses. Show his uh, feet. Yeah. You got to see Sora feet. The Boop big feet. old Sora feet. <laughs> big uh, goofy feet. <laughs> uh, Every time I see goofy feet, I always think of PUBG, just me slopping around. <laughs> just here, you're just creeping everywhere. And what's odd is he s- seems to be the lightest character. So, like, he's even. Lighter than he showed uh, Isabel from Animal Crossing, and Sora is lighter than Isabel. It's it's weird, but he's a very kind of like floaty character. Doesn't check out in my mind. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, he 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 showed it off. He t- he like you said, he he talked about how this was basically a legacy. You know, this game, the whole development time from, you know, beginning to this point now and everybody that worked on it. I mean, it's it's, like 1500 people. Yeah. So many people worked on this game. So many composers. He got a lot of got a lot of people in the industry together on this one. This is this is not a Nintendo joint. This is a this is a game industry production. This is, gosh, probably one of the largest projects ever in in the history of gaming. But only behind uh, Shinmu. (laughs) <laughs> right. 
Oh, and and also with this, he did announce that the Kingdom Hearts games were coming to Nintendo Switch, which they did announce. Uh, Wait, are they all on one cartridge? Well, they they announced with a trailer, um, thirty minutes, an hour after the presentation. You know, uh, 20, was it the twenty fifth, twentieth anniversary? Twentieth. Yeah, anniversary of Kingdom Hearts, uh, and no no date yet on when they're coming. Uh, but no, Richard, they're not um, they're not coming as a physical. They're not uh, so like a one digital. Of one of them does, then I have to download the other two. No, uh, they're all cloud based. No, that's the other uh, Square Enix game. <laughs> no, it's this. All these, all three of the. Well, technically, <laughs> it is Kingdom Hearts. What 1.5, 2.5, and three, all respectively, and they're all cloud-based. Which, uh, well, we'll, I, we'll definitely be able to play these on our Kingdom Hearts 40th anniversary stream. Probably. They'll not be so, around. And basically, what I heard from this is they, I mean, they got Witcher running on the Switch. It's probably not likely that they couldn't get these games running. It's more likely that Square didn't want to spend the money and and resources and take that kind of risk of, well, if we spend all this money to produce these and make them, and then how much money are we going to make back where it's easier to, yeah, you've got to buy some server space and host, but it's a lot easier in, in immediate money to just cloud cloud stream. I wonder if I wonder if it's a test run. I wonder if it's something that they put on there and it's it's, a, it's not hardware limitation. Like we were joking about Cesar, I know specifically was saying, "Hey, it's pretty bad if your hardware can't run Kingdom Hearts and I got a PS3 that can do it." Yeah. <laughs> and technically a PS2. But um do you think it's like a test run maybe and they're they're just Kingdom Hearts it's there's a ravenous fan base. Like, why would you not take this? Yeah. I, I, it's confusing to me, but they they crunch the numbers. They look at this stuff and they they figure out how that works. And the the problem is with um, I, it, somebody pointed it out today. I you know just looking through videos and stuff that without Nintendo doing a hardware refresh, their latest console is going to be the Swoled. And what did they add to the the, the Switch OLED? Kickstand. <laughs> A better kickstand, but an integrated LAN port. So if they're for, leaning for on cloud games, about say if they're leaning on that, no. I bet you more developers are going to lean more on cloud gaming rather than try and port their game to a less powerful machine. Because your your game will be buggy, it will be slow, will have lower frame rate, or just cloud. Cloud stream it, you know, but then That's for working. us, it's working for them, isn't it? It is, but it kind of defeats the purpose of the Switch, doesn't it? It's kind of counterproductive. I'm buying a bunch of games on Switch because of that. I'll go, I'll opt for a, a physical media on something else because I know it's going to run better, or I'll wait for a sale on Switch. Like I just picked up uh, Legend of Mana, so I could have yeah. the music and have that portable and. Because that's that's the whole thing. Is it's supposed to be portable? And I mean, mm-hmm. now you're going back to the days of the Wii U, where yeah, you can play just using the tablet, but you know you better stay within range of the console. Now it's well, you can't leave your house because you, you better stay on in. Wi-Fi, or yeah. you know, better have a hotspot or 
go to a Starbucks and sit on their Wi-Fi or something. It's, oh, you know. I watched an E3 one time on a diner's Wi-Fi on my computer. That was, <laughs> that was a nightmare. That might have been like 05. I was watching E3 on a, a diner's Wi-Fi on my laptop. And you're you're playing for something. You're paying for something that you'll you can't ever own. And if they take the right. servers off, uh, you they've got your money. You can't you don't have access to it anymore. You know, it's even in my opinion, it's even worse than a digital license. And Nintendo has been the one who has given us the least amount of faith. We're going to talk about a step Sony made recently, but it's not too much of a barrier. And that stuff is at least still accessible. But I mean, we're all still sour about the Wii Virtual Console not being around anymore. So yeah. I don't, I don't trust Nintendo as far as that goes. Absolutely, yeah. And a, cl- a cloud version, but if it gets, if that was the way to get it on your platform, I guess that's it, and that's that's as far as it goes. What other? I know Japan has way more cloud streaming games than we have. What What are our options right now? Control. I was about to say, yeah, no control. Is one of the Assassin's Creed on there, or is that was that Japan that I was thinking? That was of? Japan. Yeah. Uh, we're getting Dying Light two. It's cloud version. That's right. Uh, even though we're getting the first one as a uh, fully whatever whatever that is on there. So <laughs> is that a Microsoft joint or is that the one I keep getting confused by? It's a uh, Techland. Okay. Yeah. Um. It feels like we're, there's one more out there. I think there is another big one. Uh, yeah. uh, was it Hitman or something like that? Yeah, that Maybe sounds right. Hitman Three. That checks out. There's actual I, there's actual list for Nintendo Switch cloud games. All right, here oh we go. Lord. Uh, every Nintendo Sorry. Switch cloud game so far. Um, Did we name all? In America, it's Control, Ultimate Edition, Hitman Three, Plague Tale Innocence. Oh. The Forgotten City. Uh, oh. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Dying Light Two. Right. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem, which comes out next year, will be cloud base. All three right. Kingdom Hearts. And then your your Japanese exclusives would be Resident Evil 7, Assassin's oh. Creed Odyssey, and then Fantasy Star Online 2 Cloud. New Genesis Cloud. I don't I don't know. Those aren't I mean they are triple A. I don't I don't know I don't know what that take is. It's it's hardware, man. It's hardware. I mean you can sit there and argue back and forth about like, well, somebody and so and so got this done in there. But I mean which I, I mean, like that, I said, the Witcher. I see Brant's point. Like, why would they? Why they don't need to up the hardware if they go all in on cloud? It doesn't matter what yeah. the specs are. It's just a it's just a tablet with controllers on it. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure they could they they talked to some of their developers and they could have gotten Kingdom Hearts one and two probably going, but to the the time, the effort, the assets, everything to to port those, and then yeah. the remakes are decently sized games so they can't use the smaller switch cartridges they have to buy the the bigger capacity switch cartridges which are not cheap either so it's yeah. it's well, cheaper for them to, to let, cloud stream let's be honest i mean even you have to sacrifice in some visual quality to get that on there so I yeah mean, i don't think they're gonna put it on there because you're gonna have people bitching all day like look at these textures who wants this game so this looks like right. shit you know that's you're gonna get that all day criticism so why deal with it but you but, could I mean, get better than PS3 performance, kind of like uh, what was that one that was right in the middle between like PS3, PS4? It's not Witcher. Witcher didn't come out on both of those, but there was a really good port that was like maybe it was Bioshock. No, I'm I don't have the right example, but 
it was a little bit better performing than the PS3 one, and it made for a solid experience on on Switch. Might have been Need for Speed. I don't know. It's something recently that I was looking at. So I mean, we didn't talk about it last time, but I still I'm still laughing at the whole thing where Nintendo's like, we don't have uh, any on un- un- 4K Switch in development. Yeah. And I and I'm laughing. It's like, yeah, it's not called a switch it's called something else because it's a new hardware so and they're trying to be slick and be like yeah it's not a new switch that runs a 4k i <laughs> you think, <laughs> it's, it's you, think it's in a hardware. you think it'll be something new new it won't be like a new tegra chipset it won't be backwards compatible or anything i think it'd just be the new version of tegra but it's gonna be something different it's gonna be new hardware that's probably backwards compatible so they wouldn't call it a super switch or anything <laughs> sure what would they want to call it super switch super, Tendo. super switch com I'm sure they'll use the same naming convention like they did last time. It worked so well for them with the Wii U. So switch you, yeah. I'm sure they. I'm sure whatever comes out this time, it was going to be named differently. It's just going to be backwards compatible. That's what. That's what I'll say. So. I get brought back to that Wii U E3 press conference, and I'm trying to get excited by it. And I see that <laughs> pad, and I'm just like, oh my god, what? Are they? Here's Pikmin, and then the name. The name just killed it. I think we had a whole episode where we renamed the Wii U, didn't we? <laughs> a whole bit we did. We came up with something different. The little Wii. All right. We all hope that they don't go cloud streaming route. That would take away a lot of enjoyment of our uh, collecting and playing and the advancement of technology. Maybe that is the advancement of technology. Maybe it's not new hardware. It's it, all right. new it, infrastructure. Maybe we just, get a 5G switch for streaming that shit. Yeah. I mean, it just hurts because the majority of the people who buy the Nintendo Switch are physical copy owners. So yeah. that's that's all it is. I mean, it seems like the... Xbox and, and you know and, and PlayStation, there a lot more people are buying more digital. If you look at the sales versus physical, and you know well, they, free it, to play. they're doing yeah. free to play experiences. Or it, yeah. it goes the other way for Nintendo. You have more people buying physical than you have digital. So, um, so that's why it hurts so bad. So, I mean, it's gonna hurt either way, but that's that's part of it. That's why you had the uproar. I mean, a lot of people will buy a physical copy of it. So, we shall see. We'll see what happens in the future. Is that all the Kingdom Hearts news? Yes. Sure. Yep. Uh, Challenger Pack 11, blah, blah, blah. Is that part of... How much does it cost? Because I only have the base Smash Brothers, and I haven't bought anything else. How much is it to complete out my Smash Brothers roster? Well, to answer your question, I haven't bought the second online pack either, so I'm going to buy it, because I think that you have until the 24th to get double gold points, so yeah. now it's time to buy it. So I think it's around like 20 bucks for each pack or yeah. something like that. It's It's around 20 bucks for... And you get however many I know it's characters. A shit They've added a shit ton of fighters. I know it's I know it's a good value, and you get a shit ton of music with it too. You get music, you get new stages, cool. and because I think each character individually is like something like five ninety nine or something it like is that. Five ninety nine each, yeah. Do you think they'd ever make a director's cut Smash Brothers that has everything? A, a game of the year edition, a game of the generation edition? No, no, probably not. They uh, who knows? They did it with Pokemon with the DLC on the cart. Who knows? Yeah. They didn't do it with Zelda. Zelda doesn't have a... But they still charge $89 for it, but I, yeah. I guess it depends how big it is, so who knows. Yeah, I might pony up for those, too. I don't know, and I, I might need to buy that Pokemon with the DLC on the car, because those are getting hard to find now. I don't know how many they put out there. That might be something I need to track down, too, because I don't have any of those. I don't have Sword or Shield in any format. Well, I, I, I don't think I'll buy both of them, but I think I'll buy the other one that I don't have with all the DLC on the cart, so... All right, we talked about online storefronts. Um, Sony, I saw this news, and then I got the email like right after that. I was kind of yeah. Fun. 
like man life comes at you fast uh, we talked about payment methods and uh, online storefronts not alternate storefronts uh, this comes from video games chronicle ps3 and vita stores are removing credit debit card and paypal payment options customers will need to top up their playstation store wallets to make purchases so that means adding points um, beginning on october 27th so you have 20 days Customers will no longer be able to use a credit or debit card or PayPal to buy digital content from their wallet. Instead, to continue purchasing content from their respective PlayStation stores, users will need to use a desktop computer, mobile device, PS4, or PS5. From October 27th, players will still be able to buy DLC from in-game stores, but will need to do so using wallet funds. So essentially, you're going to have to buy a PlayStation card to add to your account. Is that the gist of it, the total summary? Yeah, I guess you can. You could go online from your computer and do it, or your you know, PS4 or PS5 and add you funds to your wallet. It. You just can't do it if you only have PS3 or Vita. Yeah. That's Which, to me, it's it's kind of making people jump through hoops and maybe a way of... I mean, they, they already plan to close these storefronts down eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's like a way to be like, okay, well, now people really aren't buying off these stores. And it's uh, because they made it harder to access the stuff from the stores. Because right. you can't access them, one, through through an online. You know, you can't go through an internet browser and get to them, you know, and browse the stuff. Which is how I used to buy all my PS1 classics and PSP games and everything. Because their damn storefronts on the actual consoles are, are buggy as, as hell. Laggy. Even when I go to stuff I've purchased, I've purchased, and I know Cesar's list is way higher than ours. But when you hit that, it just it Lies. takes forever for mine to load or do anything. It's not but convenient, uh, that's for sure. The only also, thing I have on my list is Simpsons Arcade, that's it. <laughs> but also, I can understand this from like a security standpoint. They don't necessarily want people's personal information tied to their credit card debit card or or maybe paypal tied to those storefronts and you know maybe because they aren't paying as much attention to these storefronts you know maybe they're not resources again security patches Mm -hmm. yeah so there could be some security issues and they don't want people's information stolen that way but uh the gist of it is paypal can no longer run on the cell processor <laughs> nice. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't want to risk that um we'll we'll leak out any no podcast finances through the PlayStation store, so <laughs> that risk happen. is also there. Our financial incentives we get on a yearly basis. I was I was looking through for some reason this is an old man shouting at this guy or realizing how old you are or whatever it is. But uh I was looking at Legend of Dragoon when it launched on PlayStation Network and it was like 2013 or something and Cesar, i feel like it, we were just talking about it coming out like go get it it's only six bucks i can't believe it's on there you remember that yeah i mean I, it just I, doesn't I, seem like that long ago i think i, I have a non-greatest copy play. of it yeah i do too are you a big fan of that one brent uh yeah it's good <laughs> so freaking good on, soundtracks on amazon for like 22 dollars really mm-hmm New, got brand the, new copies. It's got the character that everybody loves to hate, Roses, in there. <laughs> thought it was Dart. Wasn't Dart in PlayStation All-Stars? No, that's somebody they wanted. 
Uh, like fan mock-ups. Don't, don't let the fan mock-ups get you on that. That's all I heard about. I, I would have assumed he was in there. The much underrated PlayStation All-Stars. You were a so, fan? Was so, I? It's funny because like, as soon as they bought Bluepoint, they were like, now's time. And somebody put that graphic on there for PlayStation All-Stars 2. I was like, this is the game you want them to make. Cesar, <laughs> so, I think the only time I played it was with you. Oh, it was that was a time where that one and then the Sly Cooper 4 was the one where you bought a physical copy and you get the free digital copy in the Vita. So, yep. And vice versa. Those made those day one purchases for me. Transferring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Um, crap. I was looking through old. I was, fl- I was flipping through old Nintendo Powers, right? And they were showing it was a Game Boy Advance game. No, it's that Game Boy Advance magazine i got brand i have a strategy guide for circle of the moon if you if you get stuck i can i'll send you a screenshot but it, i think I'm it was like a magazine done, do what just take, just said, take photos of done. take photos of every page and send it to brand even when yes. i'm not asking just flood his messages full with scans it. yeah full scans. <laughs> as it eats up his data i was i was thinking nintendo wanted to do the switch concept a long time ago because they had the game boy advance and you had the game boy player and so the advertisement was let's say donkey kong country and down at the bottom, it's like play anywhere you want or something like that. They were already thinking about like you know take that game, pop it into this, move about. You know you have the portable part, then you pop it into. They the did console. it before that. They did it. Uh, the Super Nintendo had the Super Game Boy. Game Boy. Damn, that's even further back. They had that. Yeah, you're right, sir. That's been in their roots from the very beginning. They finally like drilled everything down into you know getting all the studios and onto one platform and all that kind of stuff. And now they're doing cloud gaming. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're back to their uh, their BS days, their satellite Jeez. days. Yeah, I was going to say, they're going back to the days where that was the broadcast system, BS. Yeah. All those lost, the lost media. Sega All Channel, those... let's go. Sega Channel, well, bring it back. People copying that stuff down, like those F-Zero tracks I was talking about. You can buy a cartridge with those F-Zero tracks on it. So we just have to wait 20 years for somebody to extract the Kingdom Hearts ROMs that were, that were cloud-based <laughs> and put them, on a, put them on a cartridge. Yeah. Hopefully have them somewhere on a cartridge and, and yeah, and dump them. Yeah, I'll play. I'll be playing Physical Kingdom Hearts on my vintage Switch after I retire. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for that news. Uh, somebody want to grab the Game Pass games and the PlayStation Now titles? Sure. Ooh, I've already uh, downloaded one of these Game Pass games. Game Pass for October there's, there's was announced from the X News Xbox page. I guess there's no name on here, right? No. No, Megan Spur. Here we go. I apologize, Megan Spur. Megan Spur. So, yeah. Back for Blood. It's coming to cloud console and PC. That's Tabs, totally accurate battle simulator, uh, which I, it's constantly streamed on YouTube a lot. It's also coming to cloud console and PC. Is that a big one? Uh, it's a f- silly one. Like, you create these battle concepts, and you got to fight them out and hit these objectives. And sometimes it's like you set up AI and set them up in certain areas. It's like one of those weird... It's weird. It's like kind of like how it gives you an objective and you have to clear it, but it doesn't grow the way you want it to. So like if you put in certain enemies on there and and it, it you have to play. It's kind of hard to explain. Okay. Or watch uh, videos on it. Uh, Ring of Pain, Cloud Console plus PC. Uh, the Good Life. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I kickstarted this one, so my free copy should come in. Well, my free copy. The copy I paid for three years ago right. is coming in. Uh, and that's coming to Cloud console and pc what is the good life that you uh kickstarted it that one is uh, made by swary 65 uh yeah that's right 
That's the one where he she kind of t- she's like a detective in a, like an old English town that she kind of turns into a cat. It's like kind of solving a mystery. It's like one of his quirky titles. Oh, uh, great. I remember them showing that off in some other show. And it's, it's also coming to Switch and PS4. So, uh, Procession of Ca- to Calvary. Um, that cover looks like a Monty Python Quest for the Holy Grail-ish. It's coming to Cloud <laughs> plus Console plus PC. Uh, Visage coming to Cloud Console plus v- PC. <laughs> uh, that one is kind of like a... That's just a horror game. I've seen people play it. It's like a first-person horror game. Uh, then you also have the Rift Breaker, Cloud plus PC plus Xbox Series X and S. So I guess it's not playable on standard console. And then you have a uh, PC. You have the Destiny 2 Beyond Light DLC. So these are Which all your big. games coming. None to, of us uh, play it, but that's a big get. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, also, just recently, after Tokyo Game Show, they added uh, AI, The Summoning Files, uh, which I was wondering if they were going to do because they announced the sequel was coming to Xbox, and I was like, the first one's not on there, and then they surprised <laughs> everybody with this one. Um, Andy Ace, um, and coming to Cloud Console and PC, uh, AI was coming to Cloud Console and PC, uh, Luminous Gate coming to Cloud, uh, Marvel's Avengers, Cloud Console and PC, uh, Scarlet Nexus. Uh, cloud console and PC, and that was one that uh, was part of a uh, uh, Microsoft's marketing push. Um, and a lot of there was some confusion about that coming the the Game Pass, but it just wasn't day and date with the con the game. So it's a couple months later, but either way, I think they announced it with the 1.4 update, which there's like a bunch of new changes coming and it's add a new um, features to the game. So it's kind of like for people who want to go through it again, they have that option to go through it in Game Pass now. Uh, Unsighted is coming sure. to cloud, and that's their uh. ID at Xbox, which is available now. Uh, DLC game updates was Minecraft Seaside Story, Sea of Thieves Season 4. I don't know what the other seasons were. I just was there for the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> uh, Wasteland 3, the Cold of the Holy Detonation DLC in Colorado Collection. I think this is the final piece of DLC for Wasteland 3. Um, Battlefield 2042 Early Access Open Beta with EA Play, which is October, which is today and tomorrow. I played it. I played it today. I'm going to talk about it. And then uh, NHL 22 EA Play Early Access Trial, which is October 7th, when the game officially drops on the 15th. Uh, leaving on the October 15th, you have Gunner 2, Heavy Ho, Katana Zero, Scourge Bringer, Tales of Vesperia HD, and The Swords of Ditto. And I think Wario on Twitter, Wario64 on Twitter, noted that these games were on there for about a year that are coming off. So I, I didn't even know Tales. Yeah, I didn't even know Tales was on there. It's been there since a year. Yeah, it's been there for a while. Uh, I think that's when they first announced Game Pass. They t- it, That was on, like, the testing. What Tells of Spirit was there. Because you, um, you have Phil that come, he came back and said that expect to see more Japanese games on the Game Pass. Because uh, he said Game Pass is, like, their biggest growing market right now is Japan. So he said you're going to see a lot more Japanese games start hitting the service soon. So and that's Good. when they announced the AI and Nexus were coming on there. So That's awesome. More variety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the PS Now front, uh, this one's from the PlayStation blog. That's right. You got it. I'm backtracking a little bit. You got into Swords of Ditto, right? Wasn't that the one you played that you enjoyed? Yeah, that one's kind of like a uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past clone. It's very similar to like the Super Nintendo version of Link to uh, Legend of Zelda. I'm thinking of the one where you died and then you would have to keep going and then you like eventually spread out the map and stuff. That's minute. 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 That's right. That's right. Minute, okay. and that's also a Legend of Zelda clone, uh, basically. So yeah. 
it's similar to that gameplay style it's outside of the deaths but i mean it spread it out i actually beat that one that was a pretty good game um ps now from the blog playstation blog this one's from adam michelle michelle uh you gotta have the last of us part two uh that's gonna be available till january 3rd 2022 uh, so they said the PS5 players who download it will get the PS5 performance patch so they can use it on there. That's cool. Um, Fallout 76. Uh, that's still happening. <laughs> the good Amnesia. one, right? Yeah. So, uh, so you better sing that one title to us. Which one? The Country Roads? Nope. You'll get there. Amnesia Collection. <laughs> PS4. Uh, I guess this comes around right around the ho- Halloween. Spooky yeah, time. it's always, always good to add a horror title, right? C. Uh, Desperados 3. Sing it, sing it to us. <laughs> That's all you missed. We don't want a uh, DMCA. Yeah, it's true. I don't sing Ingles. All right, so <laughs> I refuse. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered and Victor V. Run Overkill Edition and yet another Zombie Defense HD game. What's the name of it? You said it. <laughs> What's the name of it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the title search, is search literally it up. Yet search another it up. Yes, now if you can't find it, uh, you can blame Richard at nofocast at gmail.com. <laughs> Somebody's gonna voice search and they're just like, just just give me another zombie defense HD, please. And it pops up. They're like, oh shit, there's a game called this. <laughs> Yet another um, anime inspired fighter. Everybody go Celsius download graphics. that. Everybody go download that Spider-Man game that's on... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Quickly. Xbox. I'm become a collector's item. It's yeah, the... It's, it down. Yes, the Flappy Bird of PS5. <laughs> if you have a PS5 with a Spider-Man game, or an Xbox game, if you have Spider-Man with Xbox on it. I, nope. Xbox with Spider-Man on it. It, it looks becomes, like like it looks like they just took an image of Tom Holland Spider-Man and just put it on there. Well, so. It looks like they took an image of me as Spider-Man. That's a dumpy-looking Spider-Man. It, it, looks look like, like it looks like a horrible Newgrounds game. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. It took me back. We just talked last week about them killing Flash. It's a bad Flash game. All right. That's, that's, uh, all that's all your Xbox and PS Now news. That's it. And that's all of our news. Anything to add for nudes? Nudes? I'm ready to get off this uh, show and go buy some UMDs. That Pirates of the Caribbean is yeah. calling to me. I got to see it. I got to see Pirates on UMD. Is <laughs> the trilogy on there in UMDs or just the first one? Oh. I saw Matrix Revolutions was an import. <laughs> it came oh. out of Japan. <laughs> Finish the fight. You can't. They didn't put the third one on UMD. I didn't see that one on there. Some people argue the third one doesn't exist. <laughs> I never. That's the only one I've never seen. I watched the second one in theaters, and I was had such a bad taste in my mouth. I never went to see the third one that fall. Kinda I think confusing. it came out on my birthday. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Uh, how they get the how the fourth one's happened after what happened in the third one, but it's interesting. But we'll see what happens. So it's a matrix. They can change anything, you know. I did read. Uh, it was an interview from like. 2001 or 2002 i guess or it might have been lead up to the the second third ones but they were talking to him about you know why would you why why when in the when they were in the matrix did they have to call in on the cell phones and it was because uh the landlines were used to load like all the all the other stuff going through the matrix so they they couldn't have a hard wire to get out of there it was more of like using the cell phones to get out but they still could and then they also remember whenever they would get out of the matrix, they'd be in somewhere dingy, like an old apartment building or subway station or something like that. Yeah. That design 
the Wachowskis put that design in there so that it always felt like they were just kind of scurrying around. Like they never had a presence in the Matrix. They were just trying to survive. So they were always in these like these broken down areas and alleyways and stuff like that. It, it wasn't just an aesthetic choice. It was like this is where they're going to survive it and stuff like that. And I'm, I've, I've watched this movie so many times and read so many things about it. And I'm still like I'm still reading new stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I do love the Matrix. Okay, games played. Uh, I guess my big one is I played that Battlefield 2042 beta today. Um, I assumed in all the things I had read was like Thursday and Friday was going to be people who pre-ordered and then Saturday and Sunday was going to be open beta. And then I read online today that people with Game Pass Ultimate that comes with EA Play, they get access to it. So I was like, oh shit, I'll download it, try it out. And we're, of course, coming off of two stellar weekends of the Halo Infinite uh, tech test, is what they called that one. And um, this is definitely buggier. I'll have to send you all the video I took. But uh, someone, I guess, died. I don't know. I stumbled upon someone just there. It looks like their character model sitting in a vehicle, but they're just flying in the middle of the air. They're just sitting there. And I walked up to them. I punched them, all that kind of stuff. And they're just they're just sitting there. <laughs> I sent that to a uh, friend of the show, Russell, and he sent back, it's me waiting on you to get on. <laughs> just sitting there. Um, there's, so I was playing on Series X, and this is uh, there's 128 people in the uh, next-gen versions of it, I guess you could, or current-gen, or we, we're going with current-gen, right? Current-gen. Yes, so, please, Lord of God. Yes. Yeah. If you have one of the old-gen versions, it's, it's 64 people, which for Battlefield... Do y'all play Battlefield? Have you tried? Have you played any of the recent ones or anything? Because I, I got heavy into Battlefield Four when the PS4 launched, and that's kind of that was yeah, the last Battlefield I think, that I got it to. Cesar enjoyed Battlefield Three. It's the last I one I played. I'd say I enjoy it. Yep, there we go. Three and four, I think, are considered kind of the better ones, and they've they've just kind of existed since then. Hardline, I think, was a misstep with the cross generational stuff, but. Um, like most multiplayer online shooters, I don't enjoy them without someone else. Like, even as much as I love Halo, I'm not coming down here and playing by myself, really. I am not. I might play a campaign here or there, but I'm not going to get online multiplayer and just go to town. So, when I first tried it out, uh, Russell was not on. And I landed with my squad, and, and you're in teams of four, so you have a fire team, kind of like when we were playing Halo Infinite. And the maps are massive. Coming off of Infinite, where you started learning these choke points and sniper roosts and all these sort of things, this game is huge. The map they have you on is just, it's unreal. And a lot of the, I died a lot, clearly. Uh, actually, without Russell, I had my best run. I went like five kills and, and two deaths or something like that. But you can literally spawn. Uh, you can spawn on a, a base that you already have. Because the, the thing they had up was Conquest, I think was the name of the zone. So there's like, there's five zones, there's A, B, C, D, E, and then, you know, you start at one, the enemy starts at another, and you just try to take over these zones, right? They've got little subset zones and things like that. You'll have to hold the points, their flag comes down, your flag goes up, that's the gist of Battlefield, I guess, for for those unawares. There's, uh, you can pick, so you could pick, a, you started off as a generic character, and then you could pick a subset in that. So it was your normal, like, offensive person, it was your support person, it was your sniper, and then what did the other person do? It wasn't memorable. You, you could pick that character, but your character didn't change. And I don't know if that's just a beta thing. Um, 
after playing the Halo Tech test where we could just like customize our COD pieces and you know we couldn't really even spend the Halo bucks we were getting, but we could on this funny things and we would you know you could have prosthetic uh, Spartan pieces and change your helmet visor and stuff like that and maybe it's easier to do versus a a real person in Battlefield, but those customizations were just like immediately there in Halo versus Battlefield. But the maps are massive. Uh, the one I was on uh, in the very middle is like a is a you're you're on like a Cape Canaveral or something, and there's a rocket, there's a launch pad there. Cesar just went postal size on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but it is what it is. I'll just wait for him to come back because it hasn't it hasn't done this to us since we started. I'll just leave it. And uh, I've seen some clips where the rocket can take off. Uh, I played like three rounds and I never saw that part happen. But it was it was chaotic. Uh, like I guess I was getting back around to this. You can spawn at one of the bases, or you can spawn where your fire team's at. So if you have somebody that's not in combat, you can drop in where they're at. And it's not like PUBG where you drop out of the plane and literally drop in. You'll just spawn on your on your fire team wherever they're at. And in some cases, depending on where they were headed to, there was like almost no organization as far as uh, firefights and stuff. I got I got trapped at one point. I saw I see two people coming up the path, and I'm playing a little stealthy, like I'm kind of in the bushes, that sort of thing. And I'm shooting at them; they're shooting back at me. So I died, and they show you who kills you, and it was somebody like over to the side of the road where I was at. And then as I'm dying, you kind of lay there, Gears of War style, and you can either you can either back all the way out and respawn at one of those spots, or you can wait for somebody to revive you. And there's a button you can hit for someone to you know. To, to let out an alert outside of just your fire team seeing that you have like a, you know, the, the heart, the heart monitor thing will come up on you if you're, if you need to be revived. And I did revive some people. I think everybody has the, the, uh, what's it called? The fibrillator. Yeah. Revive. Everybody has, seems like, what's that? Revive me. It seems like everybody has that, but it was almost like, almost like gears where if you're going to run out and save somebody, they're probably going to be shooting at you at the same time. But I got in this firefight, I got killed from the side, and then as I'm panning around, as I'm waiting to be revived, there's people behind me, there's people to the left of me, and I'm like, this map is so huge, how did all these people end up on me? I wasn't even on like a choke point or anything, I was just on a road. It wasn't even really near a base. And it just, and another time that I spawned, uh, my fire team was way away from an, an objective. I ran across a field for like three or four minutes, getting pop shots shot at me then i died and it was like okay i guess i'm I, I achieved nothing here i have to spawn over again and and try to head to an objective somewhere uh russell got on after like my first two rounds and it was more fun just with he and i going back and forth like hey somebody's over here that's you know that sort of multiplayer thing um i think this and this is this is just my hot take from two hours of playing this open beta this should be the free-to-play multiplayer. This should be the one they try to get people in and get them to add on. I was more excited about this one than Halo Infinite, just based off of footage I'd seen. And, you know, I was very happy with Halo and Master Chief Collection. Do we need another Halo? You know, I'm, I'm, I was in that space, and I was like, let's see what Battlefield can do on Next Gen and all that. And I think this one should be the free-to-play one to try to get people in there, because I, I have no interest anymore in paying... $70 for that day one experience in Battlefield. They they said there's no campaign, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's just this. And it 
I think I would pop in Battlefield 4 if I needed to scratch that itch. I don't think this one did anything drastically different than that same experience from... Maybe there's more in your operators and customization, and maybe it has more of that next-gen trappings, I guess you could say. Uh, it looked great. It was beautiful. The puddles you would run across, you wouldn't hear anything. There was no sound effects with the puddles, but it, it wasn't ray traced, but there's great reflections coming off of the puddles that you'd see in the mud and stuff like that. Uh, the guns felt good, but it felt like it felt like a new battlefield. But I don't know that there was enough. It's just so chaotic. Maybe that's maybe I'm just not a battlefield fan, which is fine. That you know somebody somebody's listening to the show, being like, "Oh hell yeah, they made, they made this game's for me. This is exactly what I wanted." And that's hey, go for it. But uh, I may try it out a couple more times and see if anything kind of switches over i wouldn't mind if we all jumped on it as much fun as we had with halo and just kind of see get a get a feel with the same squad and and can compare and contrast and see what you guys think um but it did did not do a whole ton for me i'd be interested to see anybody else's takes and and kind of coming off that halo tech test for the for the two weekends everybody's flying high on halo and kind of i want to see what the word of mouth is with this one uh, speaking of Halo, we played more Sunday night, didn't we? Didn't we get back on yep. there after we recorded? Yeah. Yeah, we had some good games. We had some great games. That game's awesome. I love that game. And I was hurting for it. So Monday, uh, lunchtime, Russell's like, let's try it. Let's try it again and see what we do. And I, it kept giving me an error, like, uh, your account's not authorized for this. Because the tech test was over by then. He got in somehow. He got into the multiplayer, uh, not the multiplayer, he got into the bots, like the training session type stuff. And he invited me into the game. I got into the game. It launched, but we couldn't get into the same game against the same bots. But I did play a couple rounds uh, against the bots in their training mode thing, which has no, it's like infinite timing or time, no time limit, infinite kills. It doesn't keep up with your kills, that sort of stuff. So you guys were raving about that grapple hook the past two weekends. And I never, I never really used it. I would, I would see it drop or whatever. And that just. I was like, I'm learning weapons, that kind of stuff. I'm not really messing with this. I picked up the grapple shot thing in this tech test and was flying around like Cesar was talking about. It, it's like that, Attack on Titan. It's Spider Man. Circling around trees and everything. It's so yeah. Smooth. It's so smooth. This bot was shooting at me. So the map I was on was bizarre. And he was in the little tent area in the middle, you know? And he's shooting at me and he kind of ducked into one of those things. I shot the grapple hook next to the opening. And then meleeed him and started shooting him from there. And I was just like, oh, God, why, why didn't I do this the whole tech test? I could have been adding this element to it because you can you can really zip around with that uh, grapple hook. And everything, the frame rate's perfect. You just fly through the air and the the bots can, were on. You can curve around. That's the beautiful thing. It's like it's not yeah. a straight shot. You can actually curve oh, and go around stuff. So I want it back, man. I want it back to, tr- to try that out some more. But I did I did get some experience in with that grapple shot. It is the real deal. Um, I want to play more Halo Infinite. That's, that's about it. And not much more Battlefield. But those are my games played. I was shooting things. People and bots. Real life people? Yes, over the internet. I've there been doing that for many years. I need that. I need that uh, clarification. You had, to, you had to have it? Yeah, you said bots and people. I was like... That's fair. At the same time. At the same damn time. Uh, mine's easy. Uh, the only thing I played is I played uh, Alan Wake that came in yesterday. Um, oh, I hate to cut you off, Cesar. Brant, were you going to get Alan Wake? Were you thinking about grabbing it? 
Yeah, there I was thinking go. about it for sure. Okay. We kicked around doing that as uh game club for this month, so I could not play it again. But mine's not coming in until like a week from now, and we didn't know if you were going to get it. So, I mean, if we're going to do it, then I'll stop talking about it. So, mm, I don't, I don't think we are at this level at this point. Yeah, we're going to be halfway through the month before. Not that that mattered before, because I never played Hillblade. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Cesar. We're, we're past that. Uh, so yeah, I played. I'm a notable uh, Remedy fan. Uh, I always play all the releases, usually on launch. Um, I picked this one up on PS5. Uh, I don't think you'll be missing much from it, just because of the fact that it's a remaster and it looks like the 361. Um, It has a lot of the... The cutscenes are all done with the... It looks like some up scale cutscenes from the 361, which is interesting because it reminds me of like uh, playing like character models from like the ps2 era watching their cg stuff going around like they're overly blocky and stuff like that and I, which is yeah. cool it has that nostalgia feel for me i was like this is not that bad um the graphically the in-game in- engine is, is a lot more cleaner um but it's not like a full-on remake so in my opinion if you have the 360 version you probably could get away with that one on the backwards compatibility um that one's a good one to play is, but outside of that, um, I'm, I think I'm on the second chapter and, uh, this game, uh, you start out as Alan Wake and he's a writer who's kind of have a writer's block. Um, he's going to this town, uh, on vacation with his wife to kind of like hopefully get his creative juices flowing. Um, He's just going there to relax for the week. And then you find out that his wife had an ulterior motive. There's a, a doctor on the island. Called, they call him Dr. Hartman. And he helps with um, celebrity type people about getting back to their their ways, you know, getting back to their work. So like she kind of brought him along. Something like that. They kind of brought, uh, she brought him along there to see that person. He gets in an argument with his wife and leaves um the cabin and before you get to the cabin you you some weird stuff's already happening so he was supposed to get up this key for the cabin from uh, uh a guy named stucky um who they were renting it from but apparently some lady showed up and it's like yeah he's he was he's sick and i'm in this place and here's the directions and here's the key to the cabin so you go to this cabin a cauldron lake that's where that's it all starts suspicious. so outside of that you get to this uh, rewind back to what i was talking about previously you um the light his his wife is afraid of the dark type of situation she's like a, uh she some kind of trauma happened to her when she was younger and she doesn't like the dark so so you lose power and, and after this argument you have with her you run back into the house and you see that she's in the water around that lake and the the water in the lake's like pure black like kind of like uh, oil so he jumps in and then he just kind of wakes up in front of this vehicle that just had a car crash and it's seven days later and his wife is still missing and so he's going through and trying to find her as you go through, you find these dark shadows um, surrounding people that are randomly attacking him. Um, and then he, he picks up a flashlight and a gun, and he uses the light to dispel the darkness around the people and uses the gun to kill them. And so as you go through the story, he's trying to locate his wife, and he ends up going to like the sheriff's office. And he, he gets this agent, Barry, flies in because they haven't heard from him in seven days, and he finds out that his wife has uh, been possibly kidnapped. And they told him to meet at uh, Lover's Peak 
uh, midnight, and that's where I'm at right now. So I, I think that's as, you, as far as I got on my PC playthrough not too long ago. Uh, as you go through the the game, you have uh, these nuances from the radio show. There's like a radio show from the older gentleman you meet in the beginning of the game. He's kind of like gives you like the local beats around the area and gives you the local flavor. And then um, you have uh, TVs uh, scattered about the area, and the TVs play this um, TV show called Night Springs, which is kind of like a weird version of The Twilight Zone. It's like a complete ripoff of it. Uh, <laughs> so it was like the the oh, first gosh. episode uh, was like a guy who knew about the the cat in the box situation, where different um, timelines and different parallel universes, and so he supposedly created a machine where if he can stop that from happening. So the whole theory of like, if I kill myself in this time period in the next one, there's a parallel universe where I continue to live. And so he makes a machine where it stops that, where he can do anything he wants to himself. And then it doesn't end that cycle, but then something happens and somebody unplugs the machine. He doesn't notice it and he kills himself. So it's like oh. one of those weird twilight zone episodes. So you run into those TVs throughout, they're scattered throughout the, the levels and they each one have like a different episode. That adds to the atmosphere. Um, you see other TVs where it shows Alan Wake incoherently talking about like he can save his wife. All he has to do is keep writing, creating the story. It's like it's incoherent. It kind of gives you like foreshadowing what's going on in the background. I already know what's happening, but if as you play through the game, you're like, that's weird. I'm not sure what's going on because mm-hmm. it's like you're experiencing two different stories. But as you go through Alan Wake, he he he's narrating the whole thing like you're reading a story. So it's like he's. He's like basically reading you like I have to do this. I have to do that. I figure if I do this, it's like he's narrating everything in his head. And you're you're the it's like he's treating you like the reader, like you're reading a book. And that's what he is as a writer. So he's treating you like his his job on there. So, yeah, outside of that, the gameplay is. Was a standard, I think, for third person. Uh, mm-hmm. So use the flashlight, use the guns. You get a flare gun, you get a shotgun. The only bullshit is I, I collected like 20 batteries in the first level. And then when you go to the next chapter, it resets you down to zero. I'm like, no, I have so oh. many. Yeah. So and then you have to start from scratch. Um, it gives you a dodge mechanic. And so, I mean, there's some stuff on there that, that keeps it fresh. Um, sometimes you'll get bum rushed by three enemies. Sometimes you get attacked by a single enemy. And it seems like at the end of each chapter, there's always a boss that um, it's effectively running around the map. And, and it's very difficult to beat. But yeah, that's everything I've I've only I mean it's only been two days since we last did this, so that's the only thing I played. Yeah. So. yeah. This, uh, uh, hey, you playing that on PS5 or uh, series? PS5. Yeah. PS5. Yeah, about the haptic stuff. I'm curious uh, about that. I, that's yeah, the one I have coming in too. Well, what I, like I said earlier, this is just a remaster. If you had the 360 version, you'll be fine. Uh, mm. There's is uh, the environments is kind of upscaled. Uh, the FMV videos looks just like the 361, which that's what I told Brian earlier, which looks like a watching a PS2 FMV. So they, they, the character <laughs> models look like this PS2 CG type stuff, which is funny and it's cool at the yeah. same time. Um, but yeah, there's there's no haptic feedback, there's no activity cards on there. It's a straight remaster. It's not I a remake. I thought so. they added something with the controller. I thought there was uh, some sort of nothing, nothing, and nothing yet. At least in the first two chapters, I haven't had okay. anything. I have to look. I can look at the back of the box later and see if there's anything that advertises it. But I didn't experience anything, so. I went and grab this. I went grab this. I have one, maybe two extras of these. If oh, y'all wow. need. I guess they were pinned out at some yeah. point. Cool. If anybody needs an Alan Wake guide. Cesar, does the collector and you have the one already? Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay. It's a remedy game, so. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, outside of that, the only thing I, I finished up, uh, I think what I played Monday, I finished up Hellblade and finished that one up So because I was halfway through with that one. So uh, nothing more really add to it than what Bram was talking about. So the only thing I had to do is I missed two runes, so I just went ahead and just watched the extra scene on YouTube to figure out what the extra scene was that you get with the runes because I, I refuse to get the two extra runes because you have to go when you cross that portal with the runes as they light up. Yeah. That's where you get the extra scene, so I would have to get to that point again. Yeah, you have to play the full scene. game. So yeah. I ended up just watching that scene on YouTube, and it was like literally like two extra minutes. So was it worth it? I can tell you if you want me to tell you. Might as well. So um, Druth comes and tells you that he was actually a coward. Uh, he worked with the Northmen the whole time, and he was trying to be spared. So he sold out his village, um, and it, they ended up enslaving him anyways. And she ba- he basically told her the same thing happened again. It was her father who did it. And that's how Dylan died. Because her father had sold that village out for the same thing. Because uh, he didn't say that. He just says a man in a black coat, cloak. Yeah. So, you so say Bran uh, replay. So. But nothing else changes. It still leads off where she says she has one more story to tell, which leads into Hellblade 2. You know, that ending's yeah. still there. So all that's still there. Um, like but, I said last last time, I mean, it was... It wasn't a horrible game, and it merits a playthrough. I just, I, I honestly, I can't see myself going back and doing it again. Remember that lady won a, a game award for motion capture and everything. She did a fantastic job. Yeah, because they did like facial scans, and she had to go through all the emotions and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's good. I enjoyed it. So yeah, just go for it. I mean, it's like you saw it on there on on. I mean, you can play it on Series X, part of Game Pass. Yeah. I think it was, it was like six bucks now on PS4 digitally. So yeah. I mean, PC is not expensive, and probably Game Pass PC as well. So I mean, it's worth Switch. the playthrough. It's good. Wasn't yeah. it one of the Switch streaming ones? It's a native copy on Switch. That's right. I was always I was amazed by it three days ago. You're right. All right, yeah. Brent, bring us home. That's it. That's it for me, Brent. So in your corner now. Mine's extremely easy. Besides playing. <laughs> Halo with y'all. Um, yes. So good. Um, we downloaded the new character on Pokemon Unite, which is Sylveon, which is one of Eevee's evolutions. Um, played around with that last night uh, when it became available. Uh, and then I'm still playing uh, Circle of the Moon. I'm just about done with that. Um, I beat Carmella, um, the vampire queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's the one in this, this game that it's like Mrs. resurrected, Dracula, right? Yeah. She resurrected Dracula and we're, I guess we're, she said, everything's ready. We're just waiting on the full moon. So I gotta go just I'm, right now. I've, I've gotten all the power ups and everything and everything I need to, uh, traverse, uh, the castle. And I'm just kind of going through and getting all the, the power ups and things I missed. So, um, and I'm just biding my time until, until Friday. Cause I want to play Metroid Dread so bad. Metroid. Uh, that's, that's going to be my, my big game this, this month. Good reviews. Uh, reviews embargo lifted this morning. Oh, uh, I mean, it was also pleasantly <laughs> surprised on the Far Cry 6 reviews. I expect the yeah. worst. Really? Okay. Cause they haven't yeah, really Far Cry iterated 6 on that good. formula. Yeah. Other than the the bad Spanish stuff that I read that article about on Polygon, so what do they talk about? I'm curious. 
Uh, I don't want to take too much for Brant, but um, where they talked about where you're in the Spanish nation and most everybody spoke English and then sometimes they'll speak Spanish and then go into English and it's just a poor... Just bad stereotypes. Yeah, some of that was in there too, so... And then you have people that went on there and start arguing, but like, I don't play it for the store. I play to blow up stuff. I don't see why this is a problem. And then I just left the thread. I was like, all right, this is weird. So people are getting weird. Far Cry's always been sort of satirical, right? As they base their playgrounds on political things here and there. And the weird uh, Wyoming one they had that I still haven't played, bought and haven't played. And now I got six coming. (laughs) Dummy. I'm a dummy. I'm the reason they keep making Far Cry's. I, I've bought every one of them. I even got, I even got five. So yeah, I got four. I think we got excited when we saw the the co-op mechanic fucking, for four. I bought four. Yeah, the fucking elephants. We saw that at that you, PlayStation you, event. You keep saying I'd sold Primal to everybody. Uh, <laughs> you did. We all bought Primal. <laughs> you can't find them anymore. Uh, I got Far Cry, Far Cry three, on PS4 physical copy. I got two. I got them all. Yeah, sure. It'll be a fun playground. Let's just let's just play it. I just want to play it. Maybe this will be a better one to jump in co-op because we never really bit on watchdogs either. I'm still waiting on the Resident Evil 5 island as we were hunting uh chicken eggs. You it's left water. me there. I'm still there. It could be Resident <laughs> Evil 5. Yeah. How close were we to the end of that? Halfway through it. God, that's been what, three years, four years? I I know that game like the back of my hand because I plowed them that game on PS3 because uh, I I went through and played it several times to beat that game because you had to go through and play it on every difficulty you had to play it online you had to play it online with everybody like through every chapter online as each character I played it a lot I know the yeah. game very well it's not it's not my favorite Resident Evil but I played it a lot to platinum it it's good so, it's a very solid follow up to four we haven't gotten to the hard part yet which is when we have to fight Wesker that's the bullshit one so. Which is like, like a freaking rockets. vampire flying around the screen, and yeah, I'm like catches rockets. Oh yeah, he's the son of a bitch. Ooh, all right, is that it for us this this episode? We're brand. You got some more? Play ten hours of four, and never be, and beat the shit out of five. That's my life. <laughs> you rescued the president's daughter. We established this Sunday. You I'll let, I'll let her take. Uh, she's taken away from me. She's not no. part. She's not alive in my uh, universe. No, that's, uh, the, that's the ending for the game. She's like, oh. Like, this is a great ending, roll credits. Bye. <laughs> no, I guess, uh, you know, we played Halo. I guess um, we got to figure out if we're going to do Battlefield and uh, maybe Back for Blood. Maybe that yeah. could be another one we could jump yeah, into. Yeah, we all have Game Pass. Why not? We're not paying money for Back for, Back for Blood. So I've got it downloaded. I have no issues trying it out for free with y'all. For free. We're already paying for it. So that yeah. can be our. It could be our game clubish game where we play that one and discuss it. It's a new release. Yeah. Be back for blood. I would love to to play some Alan Wake. I'm, I'm craving a scoop a spooky game. I know we were playing Luigi's Mansion, but we're playing that with uh my brother, so it's like I can't I can't jump back down here. Oh, uh, I ordered a Japanese Wii. What was that? Two weeks ago, and it came in, and I've got a Japanese copy of Luigi Luigi Mansion on GameCube. <laughs> The Japanese one. Yep, Luigi Mansion. Luigi and uh, I just briefly, I fired up the Wii, make sure it works. I popped in GameCube. I went through the little intro with Luigi, went in the mansion, and and I walked in and turned on the flashlight, and that was it. But uh, my Japanese GameCube does work. There's a, I mean, my Wii, Japanese Wii does work. There are a shit ton of icons on this Japanese Wii. 
Cesar, I may rope you into helping me translate what some of these things are, because apparently there's like a Mario Kart Wii channel that tracks your racer stats, and that channel is on there, and I pulled it up and looked at their wins and losses. And I think they got way more stuff than we did on those channels. Probably. What was that? I believe it. Yeah. It made me miss like the yeah, the forecast channel and the news channel and stuff like that. It kind of made me miss that simplicity of the cool things that the Wii did. I, it was it was it was very Apple-esque, like looking back on it, that it was so streamlined, like here's your tiles and here's your news and here's your game channel, and then the way the Wii looked and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think there was a Wii Fit channel on there too that they had. But that was uh see whether BMI was let's go finish the fight. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing I was piddling around with. But if that's it for y'all, you ready that's to get it. out of here? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. See you later.